Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is The Good Life. Food, wine, and all the good things of life. Now, here's the host of The Good Life, Guy Bauer. Yes, it is. That way, let me get my microphones closer so I can... To you. Good afternoon. Welcome to the program. Every Saturday, live at 12.05 for an hour, well, 55 minutes. Food, wine, and fun. Today's no different. Uh, but first, wait, wait for it. Had to get the cork out of the wine of the week. This is a, a, a French Bordeaux. Uh, a French Bordeaux is redundant. It's a Bordeaux from France. And it's an inexpensive one. And that makes a difference, and I wanted to get some air on it before we taste it in the last segment of the show. So that's what I just did. Um, uh, do you use your blender much? We do for a lot of stuff. Uh, and we have a, a basic blender. Uh, you know, it's not a bad machine. And I've wanted a Vitamix for a long time, and I think I got the wife convinced we got to get one. And, and then, lo and behold... Uh, the 100th anniversary of this family-run company uh, has just passed, and uh, I thought, boy, it'd really be fun to talk to somebody. And to celebrate it, they came out with the Vitamix 100th anniversary cookbook. Uh, 100 whole food recipes from our fans and family, and the gal that oversaw the production and probably had a lot to do with the book is Dr. Jody Berg. She's the CEO and past president of Vitamix, and... Uh, we're lucky to get her before she retires. I think that's on the future. And she's here to talk about not only the company, but the book. Jody, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you so much. It is so fun to be on the radio. Well, I don't, I, you get to do this all the time. How fun. I do it every week. And I drink wine at the end, too, so it makes it really fun. Um, <laughs> I, Jody, I love that, too. I, I want to thank you. I know you're terribly busy. And uh, getting this on the schedule was a challenge for both of us. But I'm glad we made it work. I kept this book at the top of my to-do stack on my other desk, and uh, I'm glad it worked out. You've got a pretty dedicated staff, and they were uh, very accommodating and, uh, and uh, uh, detailed-oriented, and it, it worked out good. So I think— I'm so glad. Yeah. We, Jody, we got to start talking about you because you and Vitamix are integrally involved, and, and you've been such a— I, just from what I've read, a huge part of the expansion of the of the company and and taking it to to new levels. 
take us back to you and uh, you lead us through your journey and work life and what led you to where you are today. Well, thank you for giving me that chance, but I'm actually going to not talk about me for a moment because I don't know if uh, all the listeners out there know that we are still family-owned. This company was started by my great-grandfather in 1921, which is why, obviously, we just celebrated our 100th anniversary. But if I can take us back in time for just a moment, think about in 1918 was the Spanish flu. That was a pandemic that just ravaged the whole world. Well, I actually lost my great-grandmother and uh, one of my great-uncles. So picture yourself as my great-grandfather, and we all call him Papa Barnard. So if I refer him to Papa Barnard, you can call him Papa Barnard. Everybody calls him Papa Barnard. When Papa Barnard in 1918, he lost his his bride and his third son with a a pandemic. And then in uh, 1921, I should say 1920, 1921, there was a depression that was a precursor to the Great Depression in uh, 1929. And as we were preparing for our 100th anniversary, um, we realized in we had somewhere there was an article that uh, my great-grandfather, that Papa Barnard, contemplated suicide. And the reason I want to share that is imagine today if the, the impact that one person can have on our planet. And instead of going down that path, somebody helped him say, you can do this. You can overcome the fact that you are emotionally destroyed. He was, he was financially destroyed. Like every aspect of his life, the only thing he felt like he had to hang on to were his two sons. And so he decided, okay, then I'm going to give this a try. He had lost his, his job. He lost his livelihood. He lost everything. And he decided um, the pandemic, the reason through the pandemic, he realized that the, the impact of the food choices that we made made a big difference on the people that survived the pandemic and the people that didn't survive the pandemic. Now, we're talking 1921 here, right? Wow. And, and unfortunately, the, one of the reasons why he lost his, his wife was because she was pregnant. And I don't remember which, who got it first, the baby in the hospital, probably that type of thing. Um, and because I think his son passed like five days after he was born, but he made that connection between health and food. And he decided, I, I want to spend the rest of my life trying to help other people understand how important food and health is. And he had come across this new, con- back then it was a new contraption called the can opener. We, th- we take it for granted today, right? <laughs> but back then, uh, canned goods were coming on the market after the war, and they were kind of flooding the consumer market, and people were opening them with knives and cutting themselves and, and then contaminating their food. And that was the first product he started with. He said, what if I could just help people uh, not get ill by opening the canned goods, which back during that time was really a lifeline to, uh, to produce, especially in places where like Kansas or, or particularly Cleveland, right, where our, our seasons are such that there's only so much that you can grow. So that's how he kind of started the whole company. And, and I go back to that because his, his passion for uh, wanting to help people understand that this isn't just about um, going through life, but it's about purposefully making choices that we want to enjoy life, we want to love the food that we eat, and we, we want it to be healthy so that it is a, a give back to our bodies as well. So that's kind of always been a part of our, of our history. Now, if you flash forward, um, I joined the company, well, family business, 
for anyone else out there that's in a family business, you can totally relate to this. If I wanted a job, I got to come in high school and I got to clean toilets and I got to paint walls and I got to do like all those jobs that everyone else just shook their head and said, no, we don't want to do that. Give that to one of the kids. That was my first introduction to Vitamix. And I swore I would never come back to this company because why would I want to like grow up cleaning toilets, right? Um, for the family company. So I, I did my own thing, but eventually um, came back because we were going international. And I personally, my background is I was in hospitality management and I had this amazing um, opportunity to go, to do a lot internationally. And I they asked me to come back and, and set up the international division here at Vitamix. And I took it global. Um, I, not me alone. Oh my gosh, there's so many amazing people in this organization. And I am just one of many that we just have a, we're driven by personal passion and a purpose. We're a very strong purpose-driven organization and we want to make a difference. And we all kind of came together and said, okay, let's, let's go international. I'm going to flash forward for just another moment of something that's really important. And that was, for those of you, if you think back, and sometimes it's so much easier to see a pattern or a trend years later, right? But if you, if you look back, to 2004, 2005, something amazing was happening. We were beginning to think about food very, very differently. We, um, a, a lot of the, the fad diets that we had before that were um, becoming mainstream accepted, but they weren't like everyone was doing it, right? Let's say like the Atkins diet or the, um, the um, South Beach diet, things like that. And there ended up being this space where no diet became all the rage. Um, at the same exact time that books were starting to be published, if, if anyone out there, if you have not at least done the crib notes for the China study, it's a pretty hefty book all about health and wellness, but it was one of the early books that came out that really helped um, mainstream understanding of the message that my great-grandfather had, had been talking about for 80-some years at that point um, – about the connection between the food we eat and how we feel. Dr. Furman, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there familiar with him as well. Uh, he started publishing books like um, Live to Eat and all about food. That was happening at the same time that there was this phenomenon where we uh, as people were starting to realize that our, our health trajectory was not completely dependent on uh, what our parents went through. Like we could have control over our choices. So you had all of these multiple different things coming together at the same time. And uh, we had this, this aha, even though we were a relatively small company, to say this has been, this has been our dream to help people uh, get through all these barriers for so long. What if we really jumped on this opportunity and we got together with all these other organizations that were also trying to help people think about food and health differently. And we all came together and said, let's see if we can make this a permanent shift in how people think about food. And we now know a couple of decades later that the food choices that we eat not only affects our own health and well-being and how we're going to feel, but if you're eating healthy prior to 
And as you are in control of what your children are consuming, like in infancy and then the choices that they make later, but all the way prior to conceiving, the food choices that we make not only impact that generation, but the research is out there that says it impacts two generations. So think about that. If we could only help people understand that those food choices, yes, eat the stuff you love. Oh, my gosh. If you have, like, comfort foods and, and things that have just, they bring you joy and happiness and make you feel good, if you can figure out how to, to create those in a way that they're filled with the, the, the phytonutrients and all of the benefits of whole food in a way that you still love them and they're so fun to make because in the Vitamix you make it in seconds, right? Do you enjoy the process? You literally will be having an impact for multiple generations. And I, and I don't know that we've necessarily ever thought about it that way before. So I don't know if that answers your question, but that's a quick, <laughs> like, <laughs> who I am and why I'm here and what we're all about and why we created this cookbook. Because it is about family. It's about choices. It's about people. It's about living and loving and food and joy and all of those, all of those wonderful things coming together. You know, there's a juxtaposition into something that you said. The age of the canned vegetables and, and, and processed foods and TV dinners was the age in which Papa Bernard came up with the can opener idea. But, but it wasn't that much longer. That, that was the way in the early 20s. But, and, and speed forward to the, to the 40s when he, he was credited with doing one of the first infomercials. For a vitamin. Oh, it's still out there. Oh my gosh, how amazing to have your great grandfather uh, a videotape of him on TV. So let me tell you that story because it's kind of fun. So uh, my great grandfather and my grandfather at the, was old enough to start helping his dad. So they were the ones that kind of started the company in 1921, or my grandfather got involved pretty quickly after that. And uh, they they attended, they were demonstrating uh, products like the can opener. They had a vegetable grater. Um, they had, they weren't selling any sort of blending equipment at the time. And they came to the Great Lakes Exposition here in Cleveland, Ohio, which is where we're located now. They demonstrated for two whole summers, fell in love with this Northeast Ohio region. If there's any Northeast Ohio listeners out there, it's it's kind of a, uh, if you can handle the winters, it's an, oh my gosh, it's an amazing time to be here in the summer. But um, they moved the company here, and at the same time, around the same time, somebody introduced them to this concept called the blender. We didn't invent blending, right? Somebody else did. But my great-grandfather, my grandfather, looked at this concept and said, you know what? This isn't just about bars and making mixed drinks. There's probably plenty of opportunity there. We're going to let all the other companies do that. We want to use it to see if people could eat more fruits and vegetables in their home. So we went this direction of whole food health in the home. A lot of people think that we, because our product today is commercial grade, every single one of them, household, com- consume, or commercial, we don't compromise. They're all commercial grade. And people think we are a commercial company first that went to the home market, but it was the opposite. We had this incredibly powerful, strong equipment that eventually we created not back in the, the early 40s. It was the same as everyone else's, but I, I digress. I'll tell you in a moment how we kind of separated paths. So we, but they wanted to use it in the home. And uh, now we're in 
we're in Northeast Ohio in an adorable little community called the, the Olmstead, um, Olmstead Falls, Olmstead Township area. And um, this newfangled thing called the television was coming out. <laughs> and so my grandfather, I can only imagine how this conversation went. I, <laughs> my grandfather was saying to his dad, you know, you've got to do this thing. Like, go on, be on this TV. You could do your demonstration. They were traveling all over the United States to do these demonstrations and demonstrating to the number of people that happened to show up, right? My grandfather said, go do this on TV and imagine the number of people that are going to watch your demonstration. Like Papa Barnard said, no, that's not going to work. This TV thing is a fad. It's going to destroy the fibers of the family. I don't buy into this. And uh, so this, this argument went back and forth for a while. Apparently, my grandfather won because my great-grandfather took himself to downtown Cleveland. Downtown Cleveland had one of the I think it's the 16th television station or something in the U.S. I apologize if I have that uh, statistic wrong. But it's still an early adopter of TV. He walks into the studio, and the the gentleman who was, um, I don't know whether he was the owner of the studio at the time, decades later did a documentary, and he tells the story of my great-grandfather walking into the studio with a wad of cash saying, how much would it cost for me to, like, stand up in front of this, camera and do a demonstration and they said well you're you're going to have to rehearse it and he's like no no i just want to go live he said well we're going to need to create a, a set for you and he looked around and he said you got this kitchen counter thing over there i'll just do that and they wow. said well we're we're going to book some time because we're going to film it and then we're going to edit it and he said ah just let's just do it live so they kind of said okay i guess it'll cost you this much and um so they set it up he goes down to do it. My grandfather says, I tell you what, Dad, whenever in this time that you're on the air, it makes sense. Why don't you just give everyone our phone number and tell them to give us a call, and we'll just send out the machine to them. Because back then it was um, uh, COD, right? You, yep. you paid for it when, when it arrived. You didn't have to do the credit cards or anything. So that's why it became an infomercial, because he just did it live for 30 minutes. And he just talked about health, and he talked about the Vitavix, and at some point, he just rattled off the phone number, and the phone was back in um, 1949, the same phone that was in the little Vitavix building that my grandfather had built. He also <laughs> built the house that they were living in, and they used a party line, and uh, so he sat apparently right next to the phone until about 2 o'clock in the morning, writing orders on every little scrap of paper he could, until finally the operator... She comes in and she just she says, Mr. Barnard, I'm so sorry, but we're gonna have to I'm going home. Like this is gonna be the last call that you get for the <laughs> evening. <laughs> and they had sold more uh, more Vitamix blenders in one night than they would normally do in an entire year. And that's something. Wow. So the well, you, a couple months later go they, ahead. they aired this live in multiple cities all over the US on and I believe it was Saturday night, so I think we might have started Saturday night live. I don't get credit for that though. <laughs> but he, Eventually, they filmed it, and the one that you can watch on YouTube is it is my my great grandfather Papa Barnard doing the first uh, the first version of it that they actually filmed, and it's it's crazy amazing. It's completely inappropriate yeah. in today's world. What a but, visionary! I, I just wouldn't it be fun to sit down to dinner with him today, uh, you know, and yeah. let and let him see wh how things have developed and the work that you have done. And uh, Papa Bernard was was way ahead of his time, and folks, you got to go look at this. Uh, go, go to, it's simple. Go to Vitamix.com, cruise around. Down at the bottom of most every page, 
uh, there's uh, links to other things. There's one that says about us. And right at the top of that, there's a link, a, a, a beautiful photo uh, of Papa uh, doing the demo. And, and you can go watch the clip on YouTube. It's worth doing. And uh, my guest, Jody Berg, Dr. Jody Berg, Ph.D., uh, we're going to talk a little more about products and the company, and then we're going to talk about the Vitamix 100th Anniversary Cookbook. And if you stay around in the towards the end of the show, we're going to give away a copy of the book, as we often do. Jody, I'm so glad you're with us. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back, and we'll continue our discussion of this magnificent family-owned company. Don't go away. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.